you're listening to another episode of the Sisterhood podcast with me, Michelle. I'm really excited to be talking to our guest tonight. I'm speaking to a Miss Grania Callahan, who is the founder of Bright Skin Grow. And um, if you want to follow her on Instagram, that is Bright Skin underscore Grow. And she created that in October 2020 in the middle of a pandemic. Um, she has been described as a skin expert when she was um, featured in an article on RSVP Live. Um, in her bio on Instagram, Bronya describes herself as she provides virtual skin assessments and virtual skin education for therapists, pharma staff and other industry professionals. So I'm very excited to talk to Bronya today. Um, I can't wait to get some tips about how to get better skin or how to improve um, my skin resume at the minute. And um, we have a lot of questions from you guys on Instagram, so I'm excited to get some of them answered for you guys. Um, yeah, I hope you enjoy this one. There you go. Oh, how are you? Good. How are you keeping? Not too bad. How are you find the pandemic? Um, fine, to be hmm. honest. Like, so like I had a baby like uh two weeks after the first lockdown. So I've just been with him. So I would have been with him anyway. So, yeah. so like it hasn't affected me that negatively, to be totally honest. How annoying okay. am I? Like <laughs> no that's good to hear and like so you've had a baby in the pandemic and started a business in the pandemic yeah basically so start had a baby started a business uh, in the process of buying a house uh, moved house and there was something else oh started planning a wedding as well Sherlock why wouldn't you you're a busy woman don't look flat out but look I do I do it all sleep you know (laughs) You do it all. Oh my. Um, thanks for coming on. You've only no got bother. On. <laughs> Where is Laura? <laughs> Come on, Laura. <laughs> we have plenty of questions from people on Instagram about skincare. Oh, amazing. No better woman. Hit no better me. woman. We thought, you know, who would be you. best to answer it than bright skin skin grow, you know? That's it. That's it. I was actually thinking of changing the name. I don't like the name anymore. It's not terrible. I've only been in business like three months and I want to change the name already. And do you know what you're going to change it? I wanted to change it. Like initially I wanted it to be called Smart Skin. But like that's already taken. And like I couldn't get the domain or whatever. And then like we started like me and Steve were like trying to figure out different names. We like whipped out the old thesaurus or thesaurus uh, <laughs> on uh, Google. And we're like other words for smart and bright came up. And I was like, right, Grant, we've to launch in a week. Bright it is, you know. Okay. But uh, you know, if, any, if anyone has any suggestions for a new name, let me know quick before I you get want, too popular. <laughs> you want to keep skin in it though, do you? Like you want something skin. Yeah, no, I have to keep skin in it, I suppose. Otherwise, yeah, it could be happen then. Yeah, sure look. Oh, and smart skin. Just I actually out. know what it is. It's uh, Naomi Smart. She does skincare. Yes, yeah. Beckon Naomi. Damn you, <laughs> Naomi. Damn you. Change your name. That's Change your name. Born with. <laughs> and what's worse <laughs> is it's only skin products. Yours is like you're not providing skin products. You're providing like, um, skincare. Like you're giving lessons really on it yeah so like I do uh, skin consultations obviously for clients so I have a couple of hundred clients uh, and I do a skin consultation and what I do is I recommend obviously a full skin routine and um, from beginning to end but then like it's not like I'm not linked to any brand whatsoever so like if I recommend somebody buys a hundred quid of skincare or 20 euros worth of skincare and they go and buy it like I don't make any money I'm clearly a very shrewd businesswoman I'm sorry <laughs> You need to start getting on the but, hashtag ad. <laughs> oh, go way out of that. No way. Um, but it's like I can literally recommend anything I want. And I don't, there's no, I don't have a sales target and I don't have a brand breathing down my neck, you know. Um, yeah. I can just sell whatever I want because I don't have to actually stock it or whatever. But then I run uh, I run webinars. So I do webinars for people who work in the beauty industry um or pharmacies, things like that okay. to try and kind of help people because uh, those people are recommending skincare all the time you know so it's kind of help those people have the information and the education they need to recommend it properly so that we can all look 12 basically that's the plan everyone looks 12 forever basically we all want baby <laughs> yeah. skin that's all we want I no know, wrinkles yeah. I know. That's um, it. no wrinkles and no spots 
Go on anyway. Sorry, I push across so, you there. You've questions no, for me. No, you're fine. I'm just thinking, how do you like, do you try them all out or how do you know what skincare to promote, like, not promote, but to say, use this? So basically what I do is everything I recommend is ingredient led. So because okay. I have such a good understanding of the skin, I know what ingredients are going to essentially not fix it I can't really say that but I know what ingredients are going to help the skin yeah if somebody has rosacea I know exactly what ingredients and I know what products they're in as well because like I've been doing this even in previous jobs I would have been recommending a lot of skincare to people thousands of people Um, and I would have had a lot of follow-up clients and dealing with massive skin issues for different people Um, but also like I'd be trained I'm trained in it says on the website 22 on my website 22 different skincare brands but it's closer actually to 30 it's just some oh. of them have expired so I, I've done a massive amount of training on it um, and as well from working in um, a skin clinic as well and working for myself as a freelance therapist you get you get so much experience dealing with people's faces that you just know by looking at them what they need and I know our products are absolute shite and I know our products aren't absolute shite so and as well, like, like everyone thinks you have to spend an absolute fortune, like, and you just, you just don't, you know, you might have to invest a little bit in something specific if there's something wrong with your skin, if you get me, but, um, yeah, so that's how I know, basically, it's from experience um, and from the training and from knowing what ingredients are in what products and stuff like that. But like, sometimes I've recommended, I'd recommend products that I've never used, um, but I have recommended them to 110 people and 98 of them have come back and said, I look savage. So really, that's exactly unbelievable. how it works. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Because yeah. I think a lot of us, like, I think most of us just want nice skin. Like, we'd be happy if our skin is clear, like, you know, or it's it feels yeah. nice or it looks good, you know. Especially if you wear makeup or even if you don't wear makeup, because then you want to look that like bit fresher, I suppose. Yeah, and when your skin doesn't look well, you feel rubbish. Like, you feel you don't want to even go into the shop, you know, to get a litre of milk because you're afraid people are looking at you. That's not even now somebody with a severe skin issue, like like strong acne or or severe like rosacea. That's just anybody. Like if you look a bit rubbish, you're going to feel rubbish, you know. Exactly. It's linked. I feel like if you look, it goes both ways. If you feel rubbish, you can look rubbish. Or if you look rubbish, you feel rubbish. Like it kind of links between like you, it affects it. Um. And even like when you're all done up, like when you have your hair, if your skin looks good and you're all done up and you're wearing something nice, you like, I feel like I walk different. Yeah. Like I have a different way about me. (laughs) Yeah, I float a lot. I hover like a witch. No, it's like you just have this different. Well, maybe that's just me. I don't know. I just feel different. I feel better. And if I'm having a bad skin day, I've died because then no one would hire me, you know, so you would have spot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not using one of them now, I swear. No, I was going for a walk the other day and I had a spot on my forehead and I had, and I was roasting. Do you know, sometimes you're walking, it's not that cold. I had to wear a hat in case anyone seen me with my spot, you know. I'd be terrified. Granny Callahan has a spot. <gasps> Ruining the brand. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> oh, look, we all get them. Oh, we do. It's natural hormones. You can't avoid a lot of them, to be honest, you know. No, you can't. No. Um, Grania, one of the first questions we have for you is what are the basic needs to know about everyday skincare? Okay, that's a really easy question. So the basic thing, the number one thing you have to do is you have to wash your face twice a day. If you're not washing your face twice a day, like you're at nothing, like that's the most basic thing ever. It's like wiping your backside or brushing your teeth. You just just do it, you know. Um, the next thing is in order, like of importance, obviously. Uh, the next thing will be SPF. So you obviously need to be applying sun protection to your skin. Um, and I know a lot of people listening are probably thinking, like I live in RD or Mullingar and uh, there is no... <laughs> There's no sun around here. Um, yeah. So the sun actually, um, I know it's so depressing, but the sun omits um, different types of rays, um, ultraviolet rays from the sun. Um, UVB is the ray that you get when you're in Santa Panza tanning your arse on the beach and you get a sunburn, that's UVB. Um, but then all year, whether you're inside or outside, as long as it is daylight, you're being surrounded by a UV ray called UVA. And UVA is the ray that ages you because it degradates the collagen and the elastin in the dermis of your skin. So even if you're sitting in RD and it's three o'clock in the afternoon and it's raining, you're still being exposed to that sort of light. So you need your you need your SPF for 
every single day of the year to protect you. And as well, SPFs have um, antioxidant ingredients in them. So they protect you from things like pollution and blue light as well coming from your devices. So uh, the first thing to know, sorry, to go back to the question, the first thing to do is wash your face twice a day. Second thing to do is wear an SPF. And then the third thing that I would say is to get yourself um, a high quality serum to use on your skin and um, so a serum is a light weight uh, product that you massage into your skin after cleansing um, and before an SPF so it's usually your step two in a routine and it contains usually antioxidant ingredients hyaluronic acid which hydrates the skin but the main things to look for in a serum is vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin E, hyaluronic acid they'd be your main ones so if you want the most basic skincare routine ever get yourself a gentle cleanser a decent serum and an SPF and away you go. Okay. And when we're looking at SPF, are we looking at factor 50 or what do you recommend? Anything over 30 is okay as long as you wear it every day. So some people wear factor 50, but they only wear it June, July and August. You're better off wearing 30 all year round as opposed to just 50 in the summer so anything over 30 is okay if you're going if you're having treatments done or you're having microneedling or peels or you're using very high levels of retinol things like that you should be wearing an spf of 50 and you should really if you're in the sun you should be wearing a hat as okay well. okay cover your face basically yeah the sun is your is your enemy if you're trying to look young um like a little bit of, you need a bit of vitamin d like i'm not saying become a vampire like but cover your face at least you'll get vitamin d through your arms and stuff like that um you only need to have a little area this of the skin the size of a two euro coin exposed in order to get enough vitamin d okay if you're in a sunny climate i would say to people wear your spf and take a vitamin d supplement and then you don't really have to worry about it then okay there you go um i know in australia when the sun was so like i can still feel it on my skin sometimes like from that Oh God, the sun in Australia is so strong. Yeah, so strong. Like, and I wasn't smart enough to but, cover uh, it then. Oh, look, sure. I was over there and oh, I was too busy having the crack to be worrying about SPF, you know? Sure, look. <laughs> We're changed women now. Well, I'm telling you. Um, I have a question that says, you're absolute, do not buy this skincare product. I don't know if you want to put that out into the world, but even if it's... Oh my God, no bother. I, <laughs> right can I how much can I say a couple of them yeah go for it I think people want right, the okay. knowledge because they don't have it so the first one's kind of obvious it's uh face wipes so face wipes are shite like they don't clean your skin properly if you're going to use a face wipe after a night out whatever that whatever a night out is I fucking can't remember but it's a come in for a night out and you wipe your face your face with a face wipe grand just wash your face after then that's not as bad but face wipes are the number one like no thanks awful awful look and uh, the next one is kind of obvious as well it's um a scrub so like you have to remember that your skin is a functioning organ so like just like your heart your lungs your liver your kidney like it has a function and it does things for you and then what okay. do we do? We get into the shower, we turn the water up as high as it fucking goes and we scrub the absolute life out of our faces with St. Ives apricot scrub. Like that is just awful. It creates micro tears in the epidermis of your skin. It just scrapes your face. Like why would you do that? Um, and then along with the St. Ives apricot, apricot scrub, I always say apricot scrub because that's how they said it on the ad years ago. St. <laughs> Ives apricot scrub. I was like, oh, I can't wait to buy that. Mammy, mammy, get me that. Um, I think Sarah but, still wears then, that. <laughs> oh god Sarah um, but, uh, and then the other thing is you know Kylie Jenner yeah she brought out a skincare range I wouldn't really touch any of that with a barge pole to be honest because I'd say about as much research went into that now oh and she has a walnut scrub which is basically the same as St. Ives scrub okay. I don't know and then I wouldn't be buying anything that says stuff like stem cell research or like anything mad anything with mad claims is just there to take your money basically okay okay not yeah. recommending them no not really so a lot of image products are very overpriced as well and over scented they're super strong smelling and mm. um, but some image products are amazing so it just kind of just kind of pretends it just kind of depends on on which one you get but they're yeah. the main ones anyway 
Yeah, I heard it about face wipes and I remember like for years I just always wore face wipes. They were like evidence yeah. and was like one day your skin is so dry from face wipes and I was like, is that what's doing it? Like, you know, they were just like, yeah. it dries everything out of your skin. Yeah, they're full of, well, they're not as bad, I don't think, anymore as they used to be, but they're full of alcohol and loads of preservatives and they don't clean your skin properly. So yeah, you would stay away from them. They're pointless though if they're not actually cleaning your skin. Yeah, they're just going to make it look clean. When they take your makeup off, do you know, you could use it, use one if you're hell bent on using them, you could use them as a pre cleanse and then use like a good cleanser afterwards. But that's just more work, you know. Yeah, you're just doing double the work then, kind of, aren't you? Yeah, basically. And um, the next question I have for you is any tips on managing maskne? I had that a few times, to be honest. Yeah, you yourself had it a few times. No, no, no. Well, I do get it a oh, bit, sorry. but not too, too much because I actually got from your post you said what is it um is a face mask as the knickers of your face is that the one you put yeah. on yeah yeah like, make yeah. sure you're washing them so because I wear yeah. them every day at work so I have to start like buying more washing them kind of like yeah. taking care of them when I seen they were getting a bit like oh look and I I just kind of gave away in them as well yeah you have to so they are like the knickers of the face so you have to wash them as often as you wash your knickers which I would hope most people would wear a clean pair of underpants every day you know sure we live in hope like <laughs> we hope um but you see maskly is kind of it's a kind of a buzzword at the minute so it depends so I've had people contact me with maskly and it's been dryness they were suffering from I've had other people contact me about maskly and it's been breakouts and um, so what I would say is obviously the first thing is make sure your mask is clean and um, if at all possible don't wear makeup underneath a mask um, and if you do have to wear makeup kind of all over your if you're going to be taking your mask on and off um, and you can't have only makeup on the top half of your face so I understand that so just use a little bit less um, and then the next thing would be to make sure obviously you're cleaning your skin when you come home from work if you're wearing one um, all day if you're working a retailer or in a hospital um, and you come home from work I do my I do a little cleanse on the skin then to try and remove any bacteria from the skin um, yeah. another thing to do would be look for a cleanser that has salicylic acid in it um, if you ask your pharmacist um, they'll be able to point you in the direction of one and use a nice gentle lightweight moisturiser Aven do lovely it's A-V-E-N-E Aven they do lovely lightweight moisturisers for like 12 euro and they're mighty you know so pop one of those on at night to keep the skin nice and hydrated um, and that should help but look it's just one of those things it isn't forever we hope and um what I've just said there should help at least. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I did hear though some beauticians were recently saying that they might keep their masks on forever because they've started to realise how close they are to people's faces and that oh they might God, actually yeah. keep them. I know. Do you know what's mad, right? We're wearing masks and sanitising our hands and all this, but if you buy a takeaway coffee, the person behind the counter puts the lid on with her bare hand and they touch the mouth part. I'd be like twitching. I'd be like, oh my God, don't touch it, don't touch it, don't touch it. I haven't never realised that until now. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, they'd be touching like, millions of like cups of tea and yeah. coffee a day. Oh my god, I don't yeah. mind buy that many takeaways, but now now I'm going to be constantly that. And they were they were picking their nose five minutes before, you know. <laughs> Lovely. Delish. <laughs> the next one. Well, I suppose you probably answered this, but they say lazy but getting too old not to care. What's one product I should never skip in my skin routine? So you probably answered that maybe washing the face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, SPF would probably if you're trying to fight aging SPF is the best thing um, but vitamin A so using our retinol um, or retinol palmitate so some form of vitamin A in your routine um, Environ do really good ones um, and in Dr Murad M-U-R-A-D Murad they do it as well very good god you know them off the top of your head as well you're like yeah this and this I wouldn't have a clue this is all I think about apart from like cleaning and doing like regular stuff this is literally all I think about and it's all I research for like for years it's weird what made it's you take nice. the step into doing it alone like setting up the Instagram setting up the webinars what made you go okay I want to do this myself I want to set this up um like I have a few a few different reasons so I suppose the first reason was I always wanted to work for work for myself um yeah. and be my own boss um the second reason was I have all this knowledge and it'd be kind of nearly, uh, it'd be such a pity to not do something with it. Um, so I really wanted to, obviously, if I was going to go into business for myself, it was obviously going to be this. Um, and then 
mainly out of necessity if I'm being totally honest I'd love to say oh I did this because I always wanted to do it I did it uh, as well because uh, we needed the money and I couldn't go back I had a full-time job obviously um for um an amazing company and I was quite high up in the company as well and it was like a, it was a startup that was doing really really well and yeah. um, so I was in a really good spot and I had Teddy and then COVID happened so then trying to get childcare became this whole other realm of impossible um, and then as well like I'd spent six months on my own with Teddy with no help from anybody so then the thoughts of handing him over to somebody else for them to look after him so that I could go work quite fairly fairly long enough hours as well you know I just couldn't bring myself to leave him so yeah. I was like right I need to figure out what to do so that I can work and look after Teddy as well so I just work I work every night from like half seven to twelve and then I work all weekend and then I might work an hour or so during the day then that's like when he's asleep or like when yeah. he's just pottering around and stuff like that so it's so basically on. you work seven days a week um oh yeah yeah because yeah. like, you're working and you feel like it yeah but you're doing the mom stuff as well. Like you're working on being a mommy, like, so it's full time always. Yeah, but at least, you know what? At least I'm not on my own because like, Steve has to work from home as well. So he's here oh, during okay. the day. So it's not, yeah. So I'm not like totally like on my own all day. Like he'll come out and give me a dig out, like if I to do something really important or whatever. So I'm very lucky that way. Look, I don't mind. It's, I'm very lucky that I can do it so that I don't have to get him, cart him off to a childminder, you know, all day. And as well, like my parents, um my parents live with us so oh, okay uh, just for the next just for like just for a couple of months while we're the house sale goes through and while we're doing all that jazz um so I couldn't risk sending like him out to childcare yeah. and then bring something back and then kill them all together you know oh Jesus yeah, it's a main you, fear isn't it alive yeah. Know, yeah but uh, yeah they're, they're the reasons it was it was kind of out of necessity uh, but I love it so I get to yeah. I get to do what I love every night it's great I love it fair play to you though fair play to you like I'm sure it was challenging and it's probably still challenging to like you're growing you know so fair play to you for yeah. doing it oh thank you that's grand so look we do what we have to do don't we <laughs> you're so modest aren't you I know, but you do like, you know, when you the, the bank account starts dwindling, Jesus, and you don't mind staying up late to make a few yeah. pounds, like, you know. <laughs> and you're right, when you have all this knowledge, you might as well, like, you know, you love it. You can might as well charge people it. for it. I'm really smart. Pay me to tell you what I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it should be called Smart Skin. <laughs> exactly. Get on to Naomi Smart there. Go on, ring her up. Damn you, Naomi. <laughs> I know. Um, so someone said, how important is a skincare routine? Um, how important is it? Well, like, it's not the most important thing in the world. Do you know what I mean? Um, I think as long as if you're eating food and, and moving during the day and have your wits about you, it's, it comes after all that. Like, it is part of self-care. Like, as far as I'm concerned, if you're going to, if you're going to bother your arse to brush your teeth and brush your hair, then you should be really looking after your skin, you know. Uh, there's a lot of people like who they'll be hiring a personal trainer and they'll be spending like 80 euro or 90 euro. I don't know how much it is to get your hair done. Like, I don't know, 120 euro to get highlights and they'll be paying for all this mad stuff. But like they don't look after their face and like your skin deserves a bit of respect. It does a lot for us. So I think it's super, super important, but like there's more important things in the world, being healthy and happy, like, but yeah. it's up there. Yeah. It's up there with the teeth brushing and the bum wiping. What we put in that category. <laughs> I think as well, some people are scared by a skincare routine. Do you ever watch those YouTube videos and they have like 10 things in their skincare routine? So then people get a little bit frightened by how much is in it. You know, they're like, oh, I don't yeah. want to do all that. Oh, totally yeah but what I'd always say right is who's that person that's putting on those 20 things is she qualified to tell you what you should be putting on your face because the the majority of the time they're not they're just lashing things on because like as well what's really important to remember so there's one thing that if people listening to this take away from it is that if you hear anybody out there recommending anything 99% of the time they're being paid to do it even people 
that you think aren't being paid that people are like oh I'm really honest and I only do this and I only do this they may not actually be getting actual like money into their bank for recommending something but they have an, an alliance with somebody who has a specific brand or they're linked with somebody or their best friend or her brother owns the company and that's why they're recommending it do you know what I mean so it's very very difficult to get completely non-biased advice like sometimes I'm afraid to like give out about certain products like image products for example like I think some image products are great some aren't but sometimes I'm like oh Jane God you don't be saying that image are bad because they're such a popular brand and I don't want to annoy people do you know what I mean I don't want um the owners of image skincare to be like breathing down my neck and telling me that blah 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 but it's just it's just super important to remember that when you see something when you're being told to buy something there's usually a reason that you're being told to buy it yeah exactly you're right though you know and it is hard to differentiate what's being like gifted and what's an ad and what's you know people I watch people's stories and I think you know they've been paid for this or did they actually wear this you know even when it comes to makeup and stuff you're like what what where's the line here you know yeah but then again like I was saying it's not always that they're even being paid sometimes it's just that they have an allegiance with somebody and they can't say something bad about a specific product I'm not just talking about skincare obviously it can be it can be anything you know um like you'd never hear like a blogger who's mates with another blogger she's not going to slag off her stuff even if it's rubbish do you know what I mean yeah she's going to support her yeah that's fair that's fair um I yeah but it's cool. you have to support each other yeah but still it's kind of yeah. it's just hard to know then what you're what you're being sold and what's actually true and not you know yeah and I feel like in that industry you know it is all about making contacts so you have to keep the yeah. contacts even when it's PR people and stuff so you don't really want to be blasting anyone because there might be a backlash on you and you're trying to grow yeah. I suppose you know so it is yeah. a, it's a different industry out there yeah exactly I think I'm kind of I'm kind of going down the route where either I do this my own way or I don't do it at all and then my own way is just just to say like this is rubbish like I had somebody contacting me trying to send me products and I had to literally email her like please do not send me anything if you send it to me I'm going to send it back to you because like I don't want people sending me stuff because then I feel obliged because she's a lovely girl and she's just trying to promote her brand not her brand but a brand that she represents so I don't like that product it's not a good product I'm not going to recommend it please don't send it to me but then they still still are like oh no I'll just send you a couple of little bits you can see what you think and I'm like oh I really appreciate it but please don't because like you just feel bad then you're like Jack was sending me like all this stuff and like I'm never going to mention it they've just wasted like their, their products you know but anyway it is just a waste because if you don't like it you're not going to wear it you're not going to give it to someone you're not going to recommend it so it's just not for you but I think you're better off because uh, I might you... give it to somebody all right <laughs> give it to my friend I'm like this is great <laughs> I'm really joking I'm really joking and they'd be like Ronnie gave me this and it's not great <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly Jamie I could never do that no way <laughs> could be if someone wants to know what's the best 10 products you recommend say that again sorry the top 10 products you recommend top 10 top 10 products mm. oh my god that's really hard or brand very specific isn't it <laughs> oh top 10 products okay um environ avst one two three four five so that's like one product and yeah. um, so environ avst um a then extremely gentle cleanser, uh, Dr. Muir at rapid age spot correcting serum. Sorry, they've really long names. And um, <laughs> skin ingredient shield is the SPF. Uh, image uh, clear cell face wash. See, it just it was given out, but then a minute ago. Um, <laughs> Amy, no. Uh, skin formulas, oil and milk cleanser. Um, the Mamma Mio range for pregnancy even though you cannot prevent stretch marks it's nice to have something nice to use when you're pregnant because you don't always feel great um, I love skin ingredients skin veg oh Neostrata dermal replenishment and also Neostrata retinol plus nag um, and oh the Environ clarity mask that's like 12 isn't it yeah that's that's a good few I think that's loads growing yes everyone's everyone's turned the, the podcast off now they're like oh, she's rattling so re- rewinding it back being like hold on hold on what are you saying there <laughs> yeah <laughs> writing it down yeah 
Um, so we had is, well, you've already answered this. Is sun cream really to be worn daily, even in cold weather? Yes. Yes, unless you are a coal miner, okay. a vampire or a dead person, then you have to wear it every day. Can you get, SPF can be in moisturizers and stuff as well, can't it? You don't technically have to wear sun cream, do you? Um, so it's not, I wouldn't call it sun cream and I wouldn't call it a moisturizer. So an SPF is a sun protection that's in lots of different kind of formulas. So I would get a lightweight SPF okay. um, and put that on a last thing in your routine. I wouldn't be looking for moisturizers with SPF in them and um, because you don't apply enough of them. So there's not enough of the SPF on your skin. So like La Roche-Posay, Aven, Skin Ingredients, um, they do some really nice um, affordable ones that you can pop on and they are specifically to protect your skin from the sun, but they also hydrate and stuff like that. Yeah, okay, brilliant. Um, someone wants to know, what order should we be putting creams on our skin? Oh, easy peasy. Okay, so what you do is you wash your face first. So when you're washing your face, you're preparing it for the products that you're going to put on. The next thing that you're going to do to your skin is you're going to treat it. Um, so what you're going to do is apply a treatment. So treatment is going to be a serum. So a serum is that lightweight product that we spoke about. Uh, after a serum, you're going to apply an SPF. And then if it's nighttime, you're going to apply your uh, nighttime moisturizer last. So it's cleanse, serum, SPF. So your products should go in order of viscosity. So the, the thicker the product is, the later in the routine that you apply it. And um, that's because if you apply a heavy cream on the skin and then put like a lightweight cream or a serum on top of it, it's not going to be able to absorb in. So go from light to heavy and um, cleanse serum SPF. And at night cream, night at night time, it's cleanse serum and night cream. Okay. And this might be a silly question, but when you say wash your face. Do you mean, do you yeah. mean cleanser or do you mean water and soap or what, what are you recommending there? So when I say wash your face, I just mean that there has to be, your skin has to be cleaned. So whether you're using a cleanser that you have to foam up in your hands, or if you're using a cream-based cleanser, that's no problem. And um, so there's two different ways you can, you can wash your face, basically. Uh, the reason I don't say cleanse the skin is because, this sounds mad, right? But I don't like phrasing it like that because it sounds like some sort of a luxury thing that you're going to do twice a week. But washing your face kind of brings it back down to basics and it's just something that you do every single day. So you can use a creamy cleanser. So if you're very dry um, or sensitive, you probably use a creamy cleanser. Um, so you massage the cream into your skin with your hands and then you use a face cloth and some warm water and you remove it that's washing yeah. your face um, or foam on the cleanser between the hands, massage it into the skin for a minute and removing it with a face cloth. Everyone should have eight white face cloths. So you have one for every day and then your eighth one is for laundry day. Does it have to be white? I always say white, I tell you why, because if it's black, you won't see the darkness. And when you can't see the darkness, there's two things that happens. Number one, you don't get satisfaction from washing your face in the morning because you can't see the darkness. Um, and second of all, you won't put it in the washing machine as often because you'll look at it and I'll be like, Asher, it's not dirty. Yes, true, you're not seeing it. Yeah, so the white one is the biz, yeah. Yeah, very good. I've now, I'm learning so much tonight. I'm actually gonna have to throw out my scrub. That's one thing I've learned. <laughs> yeah, throw that scrub in the bin, yeah. Go in. Um, the next question is, if we are not wearing makeup, what should we be using on our skin or should we leave them clear? So basically, should we just go bare face? Um, so if you're not wearing makeup, I would just pop on an SPF that leaves your skin not looking white so you want to use something like murad city skin or skin ingredients shield because you can pop those onto onto naked skin essentially um, and they'll just leave a nice finish on the skin and you can just go about your day then okay very good um okay the next one is how to remove whiteheads okay should we so even white touching them uh, no, you can. No, I'm not one of those people that says don't squeeze your spots because everyone's going to squeeze them anyway. So um, there's two different types of whiteheads that you can get. So if you get a spot that is red and mm -hmm. sore and then you end, it ends up becoming pus filled and that pus is white, yeah. you can squeeze him. 
Okay, and okay. I'll tell you now in a second how to how to do it. Um, but if you've got tiny little whiteheads, for example, around your eyes that aren't red or sore, they're called milia. And milia are basically blackheads without an opening. So it's a little pearly lump that's um, encased in the skin and you cannot squeeze those out because you will damage your skin. So you need to go and get them removed um, in a salon or your doctor can remove them with a little uh, a little needle um, so that's if they're kind of around the eyes um, but they will go away by themselves but if you're older they don't go away usually for like years and years little babies get them as well do you ever see the little they call them milk spots on a baby's yeah. nose yeah yeah they're made as well but if you get a big whopper on your chin and it has a head the kind the basic rule of thumb is um don't if it's really sore don't squeeze it because it's not ready to go if okay. it kind of eases off after a day or so and you end up with that head, give it a gentle little pop with clean hands, a bit of tissue, um, and it's not going to kill you. Be grand. Grand. So you don't need the like little nail files. Do you ever see people and they push them with nail files and they push it out? You don't no. need to do that. No, they're more comedone extractors. So they're for removing blackheads. But if you have a big white head, just squeeze it there. But just don't go too hard. And if you see blood, you've gone too far. Okay. You've gone too far. Well, you might. Yeah, but yeah. just as in, right, if you see blood, don't squeeze it anymore, but you're probably going to see blood, whether you've gone too far or not, like just a little bit's okay. Yeah, um, I think we all do. We're just prone to squeezing them, aren't we? Like I try not to. If yeah. I don't really get the sore ones, but I've had them before and I always find them unsqueezable if they're sore, like you just yeah. can't go near them. Oh, if you get, yeah, if you get a really deep spot, usually it's a, it's it's down very low in the skin and there is no amount of squeezing that will get it. You would be, you could lance it, but a lan to lance it means to pierce it with a, with a surgical needle, but like nobody has surgical needles in their house, so I wouldn't be doing it with a pain or anything, a thumbtack. <laughs> Kitchen oh, and I remember I know that what that's like. So I had blisters on my hand from a burn, and they had to bust them with one of those needles. It was very oh, satisfying yeah. to watch, but like it, it, I was so high for infection because of that, because of my yeah. skin basically being busted like that, and the blisters going from it. And I remember being like, um, they had to cover it straight away. So I don't know if it's yeah. the same for spots, but I remember the blister. They were like, you're very high for infection now, so we have to cover it. Like, yeah you know like if you if you have an infected an infected spot you'll often get one beside it and that's not because the bacteria is traveling across the surface of the skin it's actually traveling underneath so one's infected sebaceous gland is is infecting another sebaceous gland underneath the skin you have to remember as well most people are getting these big spots on their faces your face is on your head your brain is in your head so I know that's really obvious but what I'm trying to say is if you get a big dirty needle and you start poking at spots in your face and you're you're poking at it and poking at it and you miss and you burst the sebaceous unit under the skin and the infection gets into the bloodstream that infection can actually go up into your brain and um, there's people out there now it's very very unusual it doesn't happen very often like I don't want to frighten people but there's um, there's people out there who have lost the sight in their eye because they were squeezing spots on their face and then an infection went into their eye. Um, my friend had a big, huge spot here in the side of his head and he yeah. kept squeezing it and squeezing it and squeezing it. And he sent me a picture of it. And I was like, oh my God, go to the doctor. Like you have to go to the doctor right now. You've got an infection like in there that can travel into your eye. So you do have to, you have to be a little bit careful, like squeezing an old spot isn't going to kill you. But these really big, deep ones, if you start going at them with needles and if you're squeezing them like mad, you can burst them on the inside and all that infection seeps out on the inside. It's lovely. Yeah, lovely. I was like thinking sometimes you have those spots where you feel them, but you can feel they're under your skin. They're not like at the yeah. top, they're under it. Like you can feel them in the difference. Yeah, so definitely don't squeeze them anyway. Don't squeeze them. Good to know. Um, any tips for eczema? Yeah, hundred percent. So if you have eczema, um, check with your doctor. But there is a supplement out there. Um, called it's a um, the Advanced Nutrition Program Skin Omegas. They're okay. a little bit pricey, and there's a tiny little bit of vitamin A in them. So don't double dose them if you are pregnant or trying to conceive or breastfeeding um, but take at least four of those a day take six okay. a day if your doctor says it's okay um, and do that every single day for three months and obviously drink some water um, and use a ven or a vino moisturizers on the skin while taking the omegas and that should not cure it there is no cure it's an autoimmune disease but um, that should really really soothe the skin like massively okay. 
a hundred percent. Yeah. Do doctors recommend that currently? Like, or is that? No, I don't no, think so. Not really. Um, no. The panda don't really know about it. Yeah, it's kind of up and coming, is it? Uh, no, it's just not something that you'd learn really in medical, medical school. school. Like the skin is covered. <laughs> so yeah, you're in school. You're in medical school for seven. Um, you study to be a doctor for seven years, and you spend one day studying the anatomy of the skin. That's fact. Wow. Like it's literally one day. Yeah. And um, so that's where a lot of doctors kind of fall down when it comes to skin. Some of them are great. Like, um, but I've loads of doctors that do my courses actually. Oh, brilliant! Brilliant. Yeah, they're really happy. Yeah, but no, a doctor wouldn't wouldn't. I not that I'm aware of wouldn't really prescribe um omega supplements, but yeah. I do, and they they tend to work for the majority of people. Yeah, that's brilliant. That's brilliant because I know, as you said, it's not really curable. You will always have it, but I know people even that yeah. have it, and it gets you know like hot weather especially really irritates it. And you yeah. know, like if they had any sort of relief to that, it would be such a difference. You know, a hundred percent. Yeah, well, that would definitely help. Hundred percent. Um, I know you mentioned vitamin A, but someone was asking, is there any foods that are good for your skin? Any foods that are good for your skin? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So all the all the foods that are good for you as a person are good for your skin. So things like um, avocados and fish that are high in essential fatty acids and DFAs, uh, DHAs. And also, obviously, your fruits and your vegetables, especially uh, leafy green vegetables. Leafy. Leafy. Leaf. And leafy, and um, yeah, your usual stuff not too much dairy, not too much saturated fat, uh, not too much red meat, uh, and loads and loads of water, loads and loads of good fats, loads and loads of antioxidants, and away you are. Way you go, perfect. Um, so the next one is there any way to avoid PMS skin? Not really. So Look, your endocrine system is a very complex series of cascades. So you've got one hormone goes up, the other one drops, that one goes up, this one drops. And it's very, very difficult if you're a person who responds negatively to a rise in, for example, uh, the sex hormones, which are usually the ones that are going to cause breakouts in the skin. They can cause your skin to be more oily. Um, it's very, very difficult to manage that. Now, there is a supplement that you can take. It's called Acumax. And Acumax contains a phytonutrient called DIM. And DIM uh, helps to regulate the hormones. If you take four Acumax a day, you would have to eat 68 heads of broccoli to get the same amount of this nutrient as you would get from four capsules of Acumax. Um, okay. In my experience, Acumax does not work for everybody, but it does work for some people. Um, and it works quite well for some people. And um, other than that, if you're really, really suffering uh, with your skin at certain times of the month, I would go to the doctor and have your hormone levels checked just to rule out things like uh, PCOS or endometriosis, which are two um, issues that an awful lot of women have that don't realize they have. They're often misdiagnosed or not diagnosed for years and years and years. So if you ask for these blood tests, they can be done. If they come back clear that you're fine, um, then try the Acumax. And if the Acumax doesn't work, just try and live as healthy of a lifestyle as you can. Try to have the best skincare routine that you can and cross your fingers coming up to your period. <laughs> exactly. Try and get through it. Exactly. Um, I have here face masks. Are they all good? So they said not COVID ones, like relaxing ones. So you know the way everyone <laughs> self care is having a face mask. They kind of want to yeah. know are are they all good? Because you know you can get some for, I say twenty five percent sometimes. You know. Oh yeah, uh, all face masks face masks aren't good for your skin. Um, a lot of them aren't bad, but they're not really doing anything for you either. So. Yeah. What I would say to people is that if you enjoy using a face mask, if it's something that you do for a treat, you should absolutely continue to do it uh, and mind yourself whatever way you, you works for you or whatever. Um, but if you're trying to achieve a result, if you're trying to look younger or you're trying to deal with acne, eczema, psoriasis, dryness, dullness, bags under your eyes, whatever it is, you need to be getting a mask that focuses on that concern. And if it costs two euro, it's no good. And that's just you get what you pay for. Mm -hmm. um, what I will say to people with regard to face masks is I'm a bit of a negative Nelly now when it comes to skincare. I'm always giving out about stuff. Um, <laughs> but if you're not if you're not washing your face twice a day, using a decent serum and using an SPF, don't bother using a face mask because you're at nothing. Okay. Do the other two first. Do the important stuff first and then use the face mask. 
house and some stuff just collapsed in my all I can see was you like what (laughs) (laughs) so yeah just get the get the core fundamentals of your skin routine right first and then invest in a face mask afterwards a face mask is like an extra yeah it's just a nice little top off um would you even recommend between the you know there's clay and then there's sheet is any of them is or does it matter yeah I find clay masks tend to be quite dehydrating on the skin um, and a lot of the formulations of clay masks contain a lot of ingredients I wouldn't really like to be putting on my skin or my client's skin so unless you're going to get a clay mask that's a little bit unless you're going to invest in a good clay mask over the 15 to 25 euro mark then I wouldn't go down the route of clay I'll go for things I'll give a couple of examples of masks is that okay yeah, yeah um so caudally um have a really good mask it's just called the moisturizing mask okay. really really high glycerin content so that's lovely and hydrating for the skin and um, they're so least as sheet masks I'm not a big sheet mask fan i think they're a bit of a gimmick but if you like using them the solista ones are um, a really nice brand they've got high quality ingredients in them and then if you have acne um, or breakouts congestion oiliness or blackheads i cannot recommend this product enough and like for me to say that is huge like i never say this about stuff i give out about loads like the majority of stuff it's called the environ sebu clear mask okay and it is it's heavenly it's what like if you're if you're a breakout prone person it's just the biz expensive though 68 euro Uh, oh i suppose you pay for what you get huh oh i know that's a bit much now isn't it i suppose if you're only using it to treat yourself so like every now and again you see the problem with that one is you'd have to be using it twice three times a week to get a result from it um i know so you can't win vicious cycle no, you can't win. Basically, just <sighs> marry rich. Okay. Um, I'm I'm nearly done with you just because I don't think they're falling around. So don't worry. I just have <laughs> um two more questions for you. The first one is um any cruelty-free or vegan products you recommend? Yeah, absolutely. So um, Skin Ingredients and Environ and Murad are all vegan and cruelty free. Um, and there's another brand. Oh, I can't remember the name of it now. Uh, oh, I'll have to like send you the name afterwards. And oh, what are they called? I can't remember, but they're like totally clean and they do loads of um, research and stuff for the environment and they invest loads of money back into environmental projects and things like that. But I can't remember what they're called now. I will okay. send that to the other one. You can yeah, let I me know. know add it in. I, I'll wear them definitely. Um okay, oh, the last one is anti-wrinkle cream. Are they pointless or not? Um 99% of the time they're pointless, yeah. yeah. Completely. It's just really clever marketing. They just write that on the packet so that you'll buy it. Uh, like there's ads in the television there for moisturizers with retinol in them and like you can't sell retinol at that level in a pharmacy it's just all it's all lies lies Lies. (laughs) if you want the best thing the best anti-wrinkle cream is spf and i know that's just like such a boring answer and the next best thing then will be vitamin a and vitamin c so something like uh, a retinol then after that would be the next best thing after spf okay very good and microneedling microneedling is good is it i've heard things about that mm. as well if, i don't know i heard something about acne and microneedling do they go is that recommended no they don't that? go together no 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 um microneedling is recommended for the scarring left behind after acne once okay, the acne has been cleared yeah 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 and if you have acne do you kind of always need to be linked in with a gp in regards to that or a dermatologist depends on the level of acne that you're at so if you've had acne uh, if it bothers you if it's at that level where you've got a good few spots on your face and it's bothering you and um, and you've had it for more than six months I'll go to the GP if the GP yeah. doesn't help and a good skincare routine doesn't help then I'd be looking to be referred to a dermatologist if you have grade three or grade four acne which is very very severe and um, you'd have to go to your doctor or, and to be referred to a dermatologist and you would have to take medication there's no skincare for that it's a medical condition and um, there are so many skin herbs out there that will try and treat it for you um, but you need a doctor so you should go to one and don't be wasting your money on skincare well you need the good skincare as well but you need roaccutane or an antibiotic as well do you know that sort of way you need a mix of both 
Yeah, it's the best combination. So I'm starting to work with a doctor. Um, if COVID didn't happen, it would have it would be happening sooner. Um, so that I'll be able to give prescriptions to my clients. So like if I have oh, a severe acne client, yeah, I'll just flick her over to him and he'll spend like five minutes looking at all of my information and he'll say yes or no, or they can have this or they can't have this. So that'll be coming later in the year, hopefully. Oh, that's brilliant, Grania. That would be such a good move yeah. as well. It'd be very easy yeah, as well like, for the person. Yeah, it's cheaper know? as well because they don't have to spend, because my consultations are 40 euros. So then I don't know the exact fee that they'll be for the doctor. It might be another 20 on top of my fee. But like if they, if I was to send them to their own GP, that would be another 65, 70 euro. Yeah, exactly. So save them that money. 100 like so if anybody yeah. wants like you know to get I know you do assessments like so they just have to message you on Instagram and stuff and you can meet them first I know yeah. you're, I read your book out till March though weren't you I'm booked out till March yeah it's not class oh my god oh my I never god congratulations in a million years I'm literally like bouncing off the walls every time somebody books in I'm literally like oh my god I'm like Teddy <laughs> he's nine months old I'm like Teddy look Claire Murphy from Connemara just booked in. I'd be absolutely hopping off the wall. Um, but yeah, I'm booked out till March. The best way to book in with myself is to do it on the website because all my availability is there and you okay. can pay there in advance. Yeah, yeah. And I have a webinar on the 21st of November or 21st of February, November, Jenny. November, way. I think that's a bit away. Yeah, very, very forward planning. Um, the 21st of uh, February, I have a webinar on skin conditions. Um, for doctors, nurses, pharmacy staff, technicians, therapists, all that jazz. People kind of in the industry. Exactly. That's more for industry professionals. But no, a skin consultation or skin assessment is just, you just book in the website. And if you're unsure about anything, you can just send me a message on Instagram. I usually get back to people within an hour or so. Oh my God, you're brilliant, Grania. Thank you so much. I've learned so much tonight. I feel like I need to just throw my skincare out and start again. Uh, well I very rarely get people to throw stuff out I think the the face scrubs is the only thing usually yeah. you can keep most of it and add things in and kind of gradually do it like otherwise you'd spend a fortune go away to that look at I think it is just Michelle, the scrub you know? I thought the scrub was doing me like you know I just thought that your face is clean if you scrub your face but obviously not would you scrub your kidney would you no there you go no uh, don't say that. Okay. I forgive you for scrubbing your face. Um, well, you know I change my ways, girl. You just for you. Change your ways. I have a friend. Her nickname is Brillo, um, because we were in Santa Panza when we were twenty, and she took her fake tan off with a Brillo pad. Oh my god! Was bad. Yeah, I got it off. Like. <laughs> Jesus, tell her to wear Sally yeah, still Brillo. You just throw a drink in oh. and it's coming off. I know god I actually do you know that that holiday we were 20 we were in Santa Pons it's like 13 14 years ago and that was actually the very first time I saw Sally Hansen was on that holiday that's how old I am yeah I still live by Sally Hansen oh my god I used to spray it on my face and everything sure we were animals animals Michelle same Same. we thought we were great just spray it on their face and add foundation on as well I know look at we were going so Oh my, it's true. Yeah, yeah. We were gorgeous back then, Rod. <laughs> <laughs> we just, all the boys wanted us. Oh, exactly. You're an absolute angel for coming on and talking. And I, there's so many tips there. Like, I just can't even wait to re-listen to it and just write them all down. And when you get Amazing. those good ones, let me know because I'll definitely yes. buy them and invest in them. Um, thank you so much. And best of luck with everything in the future. Thank you so much. And thanks for having me on. I totally enjoyed it. It was amazing. Absolutely. Love you guys. You're so full of knowledge. Enjoy your night now. I hope you got a bit of a break. It's Friday. Woo. It's Friday. <laughs> Bye, Grania. Bye. See you soon. See you soon.